What's going on, bros? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX Washington. I'm here in General Fitness Company Studios, and I'm recording episode number 276 of the TR Expert Talks. Now, today I have a special one, and it's not going to be a, uh, <laughs> a marathon session like the last one, 45 minutes. Although I am kind of, kind of proud of that because I listened back to it, and I was like, wow, that was a... That was a pretty good one. I actually listened to it a couple of times. So anyways, um, today is a magical one because it was a magical day overall here at Channel Fitness Company. It was a magical day for me as the fitness general. This morning I woke up, I trained a couple of people, I got a chance to check Facebook, and one of my good friends, Charleston Thomas, wrote a very inspiring and touching dedication to his father had passed at this time last year. I was really, really touched by reading those words. And knowing Charleston and knowing his father just a little bit, those are very, no, no truer words were ever written or spoken about his father and you could definitely tell that his father had a, a huge influence on his life because uh, he, Charleston is from an area of Minneapolis that's not a very it's not a very good I shouldn't say it's not a good area but it's not a, an area where you uh, where you see a lot of people that have done uh, done a, a lot of uh, uh, successful things let's say and Charleston he's, he's one of the exceptions to the rule and he um, had like I said he had a father that really guided him in a way that uh, made him uh, a a man that stood up for himself and a man that really st- that that was an honest stand up kind of guy. So Charleston is a good friend of mine, and I like to thank uh, his father Bob for making him uh, such a a, a, a a kind and uh, and respectful gentleman. You know, obviously we we get we get gangsta sometimes too. We have fun and we do our our our, our things, but you know for the most part, uh, Charleston is is a good guy. And uh, later on in the evening, we also talked about another Bob. So there's two Bobs today that were dedicated. I guess it was the day of Bob. But uh, Bob was a former firefighter for the volunteer fire department that I work with right now. And um, uh, right now we have audio. That's what we're going to be hearing today. Audio from the dedication that the current fire chief gave to uh, Bob. So... The reason why I want to talk about this is because it kind of goes along the lines of my philosophy. My philosophy is that if you want to live forever, because it is possible to live forever, even though I'm a fitness professional and I should know better, I really am not talking about the physical sense because I haven't found the fountain of youth and I'm pretty sure it's not going to get found anytime soon. We haven't figured out a way to make bodies last longer than 150 years. But if you want to live longer than 150 years, it is very possible and it's by living in other people's hearts and minds. It is by being empathetic and compassionate. It's by not being selfish and living in the moment or trying to satisfy the person you are right now, but trying to satisfy that person that spans over time. So compassion and empathy is the way to go. And today we're going to be talking about, well, I won't be talking about, but today we'll be talking about a specific gentleman, uh, Bob, who was a firefighter. He was the fire chief. And we're going to be listening to the audio about how he helped people as a chief. So anyways, before we get this episode underway, you know, I really appreciate if you would share this podcast, you know, because like I, like I said, this is not just a fitness podcast. We talk about the you know mindset. We talk about things that not only apply to the gym but also are outside the gym. So it's less about fitness, 
and more about living a good life. It's about making good decisions, not only in the gym, but outside the gym, because obviously most of your life is outside the gym, and I want you to live a good life everywhere you go. So yeah, feel free to refer your friends. Feel free to share this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. You can share it on your social media. Any way you can figure out to share it and make your friends know about this podcast is greatly appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. (laughs) Anyways, let's go ahead and get to this episode, episode number 276 of the TR Expert Talk. Remembering the greats. Lego! So, uh, he, uh, he became deputy chief here in probably 1961. Um, uh, back then they called it assistant chief. And it wasn't until uh, he was actually chief that they uh, redesignated the assistant chief as uh, deputy chief. And uh, so uh, he became chief in uh, 1988. Um, I was his first assistant chief. Um, And then Jim Halpin, I don't know if you know him. he was uh, his deputy chief for two years. Um, and uh, so Bob served for three years as chief, and then he had uh, some health issues that uh, kind of took him away from being able to continue on. Um, he continued here as a board of director up till uh, probably 2015, where he was actually active. Um, it wasn't until the last four or five years that he really stepped back. Um, and uh, But he was a real cornerstone of this place in that uh, he was always made himself available to people um, here or there or somewhere else. And uh, was a hell of a firefighter. Um, really was one of the, he grew up in the era of no air packs, tin helmets and rubber boots. Um, and wasn't afraid to go run into a burning building um, without any of the things that we have today. Uh, so, you know, back then, firefighting was a whole different game than what it is now. Um, so, uh, but he was real involved with all the purchasing of the apparatus and, and uh, the equipment. He really kind of took a keen interest in all that. Um, and understanding how the fire trucks were purchased and, and uh, made sure that you know what we were asking for was what we were getting. Uh, we had a situation where we, we ordered a ladder truck and when they went to go do a final inspection they realized the ladder truck was too tall. It, it sat up too tall and never would have fit in the station. Hmm. So they fortunately figured that out before uh, it was too late. Um, but the ended up the engineer didn't properly read all the specs. Um, but that was the kind of guy he was. Uh, and then he loved the party. Um, we had our 100th anniversary uh, back in 2003 at the Overbrook Country Club. And uh, next thing you knew, there was uh, the uh, Mummers came in. Well, here are the Mummers were doing an event upstairs or something in another part of the complex and 
he figured out somehow that they were there and took money out of his own pocket and, and paid for them to come play at our uh, our event oh. and uh, it just kind of made our, our 100th anniversary that much more memorable um, but that was the kind of guy who was just kind of pulling a rabbit out of the, the hat and uh, making things happen um, and uh, just you know real down to earth guy who, who loved to sit and talk and uh, loved his family and tell stories and um, you know I, I was very fond of him. I grew up with him. Uh, he and I became real close through all the years. So for me, he's definitely sorely missed, but uh, in a much better place. So that, that was Bob Littlewood. So he followed your dad? or the He followed my dad, yeah. Um, uh, so my dad was chief for uh, 30 years, and then Bob for three, and then Jim Halpin for less than a year and then Mike Viola and then me. Um, so uh, but he yep, yeah, he was he was deputy chief for I think they what did it say, twenty eight years? Something like that. Um, yeah. a long time. So he saw a lot of fire and he we had uh there's a place called Kitty City up in Nardmore years ago and uh Bob had a house up in the mountains, and uh, my mom called him up because the pagers didn't work then. We didn't have cell phones, and called up the house at nine o'clock at night when the Kitty City fire was in full bloom. And uh, he made it down from his place in the mountains. It would normally take him hour and a half, two hours. Almost, yeah, almost two hours. Wow. He made it down in forty-five minutes. Wow. So you can imagine how fast he was driving. <laughs> <laughs> was there a northeast extension back then? There was a northeast yeah. extension, yeah. Uh, yeah the Batmobile. He, he said he said he he drove through several cloud, you know, because the the at night the cloud the uh, fog would would hover over the highway, and there'd always be accidents from the fog. And he said he drove through several cloud or uh, fog. Uh, I'm sure he obeyed all speed limits and traffic laws. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, there. Bunch of different stories with Bob Littlewood. Absolutely. Memory serves me well. He was also a Marine, a private service. He was a, he was a Marine, yeah. Um, yeah. And he was a softball player. And he played on the softball team and loved to do that. And, coach. Uh, coach. And so his son Bobby ran with us for a number of years, and then he moved up to Camp Prussia. His daughter Sue ran with us for quite a while. And, uh, she moved away, and uh, the other two kids never took an interest in the fire company, and I don't blame them. I, I, I understand. Uh, they wanted to do something different, and they did. But, um, so, yep, good people. Rest well in missed. peace, Bob. Rest in peace. So, thank you. Appreciate that was awesome. That. Appreciate it. Okay, so I lied. I'm also at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I just want to let you know that I really do appreciate you listening. Whenever you're listening, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time of day, I do hope you are having a good one. Don't forget to leave a rating or review. And as always, keep good company.